Canto 6, Section 4, Number 52 Across the leaping springs of death and birth, and overshifting borders of soul change, a hunter on the spirit's creative track, he followed in life's fine and mighty trails, pursuing her sealed, formidable delight in a perilous adventure without close. At first, no aim appeared in these large steps, only the wide source he saw of all things here, looking towards a wider source beyond. For as she drew away from earthly lines, a tenser drag was felt from the unknown, a higher context of delivering thought drove her towards marvel and discovery. There came a high release from pettier cares, a mightier image of desire and hope, a vaster formula, a greater scene. Ever she circled towards some far-off light, her signs still covered more than they revealed, but tied to some immediate sight and will, they lost their purport in the joy of use, till stripped of their infinite meaning, they became a cipher gleaming with unreal sense. Armed with a magical and haunted bow, she aimed at a target kept invisible and ever deemed remote though always near. As one who spells illumined characters the key book of a crabbed magician text. He scanned her subtle, tangled, weird designs and the screened, difficult theorem of her clues, traced in the monstrous sands of desert time, the thread beginnings of her titan works, watched her charade of action for some hint, read the no gestures of her silhouettes, and strove to capture in their burdened drift the dance fantasia of her sequences, escaping into rhythmic mystery, a glimmer of fugitive feet on fleeing soil. In the labyrinth pattern of her thoughts and hopes, and the byways of her intimate desires, in the complex corners crowded with her dreams, and rounds crossed by an intrigue of irrelevant rounds, a wanderer straying amid fugitive scenes, he lost its signs and chased each failing guess. Ever he met key words, ignorant of their key, a sun that dazzled its own eye of sight, a luminous enigma's brilliant hood, lit the dense purple barrier of thought's sky. A dim, large trance showed to the night her stars. As if sitting near an open window's gap, he read by lightning flash on crowding flash chapters of her metaphysical romance, of the soul's search for lost reality, and her fiction's drawn from spirit's authentic fact, her caprices and conceits 
and meanings locked, her rash unseizable freaks and mysteried turns, the magnificent wrappings of her secrecy that fold her desirable body out of sight, the strange, significant forms woven on her robe, her meaningful outlines of the souls of things. He saw her false transparencies of thought hue, her rich brocades with imaged fancies sewn, and mutable masks and broideries of disguise. A thousand baffling faces of the truth looked at him from her forms with unknown eyes and wordless mouths unrecognizable, spoke from the figures of her masquerade, or peered from the recondite magnificence and subtle splendor of her draperies. In sudden scintillations of the unknown, inexpressive sounds became veridical. Ideas that seemed unmeaning flashed out truth. Voices that came from unseen waiting worlds uttered the syllables of the unmanifest to clothe the body of the mystic word and wizard diagrams of the occult law sealed some precise unreadable harmony or used hue and figure to reconstitute the herald blazon of time's secret things. In her green wildernesses and lurking depths, in her thickets of joy where danger clasps delight, he glimpsed the hidden wings of her songster hopes, a glimmer of blue and gold and scarlet fire. In her covert lanes, bordering her chance field paths, and by her singing rivulets and calm lakes, he found the glow of her golden fruits of bliss and the beauty of her flowers of dream and muse. As if a miracle of heart's change by joy, he watched in the alchemist radiance of her sons the crimson outburst of one secular flower on the tree of sacrifice of spiritual love. In the sleepy splendor of her noons, he saw a perpetual repetition through the hours, thought's dance of dragonflies on mystery's stream that skim but never test its murmur's race, and heard the laughter of her rose desires running as if to escape from longed-for hands jingling sweet ankle-bells of fantasy. Amidst live symbols of her occult power, he moved and felt them as close real forms. In that life more concrete than the lives of men, throbbed heartbeats of the hidden reality. Embodied was there what we but think and feel, self-framed, what here takes outward borrowed shapes. A comrade of silence on her austere heights, accepted by her mighty loneliness, 
he stood with her on meditating peaks, where life and being are a sacrament offered to the reality beyond, and saw her lose into infinity her hooded eagles of significance, messengers of thought to the unknowable. Identified in soul vision and soul sense, entering into her depths as into a house, all he became that she was or longed to be. He thought with her thoughts and journeyed with her steps, lived with her breath and scanned all with her eyes, that he might learn the secret of her soul. A witness overmastered by his scene, he admired her splendid front of pomp and play, and the marvels of her rich and delicate craft, and thrilled to the insistence of her cry. Impassioned, he bore the sorceries of her might, felt laid on him her abrupt mysterious will, her hands that need fate in their violent grasp, her touch that moves, her powers that seize and drive. But this too he saw, her soul that wept within, her seekings vain that clutch at fleeing truth, her hopes whose somber gaze mates with despair, the passion that possessed her longing limbs, the trouble and rapture of her yearning breasts, her mind that toils unsatisfied with its fruits, her heart that captures not the one beloved. Always he met a veiled and seeking force, an exiled goddess building mimic heavens, a sphinx whose eyes look up to a hidden sun.